0: to forget try to find comfort in that fact god willing the name david of krikru still invokes bitter anger in you go to the inner sanctum find david and kill him he will be no match for you one last thing a shadow is following you redeem us both signed your your former self
1: is this is
0: this shadow pewdiepie no, <laughs> you
2: ruined it. Why would you do it. this to
0: me? The shadow <laughs> Wait, guys, of follows I... The shadow of PewDiePie follows Shadow of beauty Guys, Pie. what are we talking
2: about? I forget.
0: We're that talking was be- about amnesia. The dark Descent That was beautiful, guys, By I'll... the way,
1: well worth.
0: Yeah, I just, yeah, I literally, yeah, I literally, I literally like, I, 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 summarized, I summarized the intro letter to Daniel from his former self. <laughs>
2: So we are talking about Amnesia, Max. You did, uh, and and like more research for this episode than you've done for every episode before this. What you got?
0: I went down a rabbit hole on this game. There's a went down a dark descent. A dark descent. F minus Caleb. Yes. So we're talking about Amnesia, the Dark Descent today on this spooky,
1: spooky horror game of October. Welcome to October I Crit
2: Crew,
0: my, well, my lovely. Welcome!
1: Bailekosi's
2: Just... here.
0: Guys,
1: <laughs> <laughs> we're already really off the rails. Oh, yes, this is great. May. I love this. Spooktober
0: brings out the weirds in Spooktober. all of us. <laughs> okay, so Amnesia the Dark Descent was made by Frictional Games in 2010, which,
2: if you. You will, may wreck it. You may uh, recognize Frictional. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't know if you were going to say this. Oh, I'm stepping, was, all, I'm stepping all over step, You're stepping all over it. We're stepping <laughs> they also all over it.
0: They also made Soma.
2: I'm sorry. I love Soma so much. They, they also which made actually, Penumbra
0: before um, that. They did, actually, here's the interesting thing. They did not publish Penumbra. The only game which they both developed and published is Soma.
1: Oh. Oh.
2: And, 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 and,
0: and Amnesia and Soma. They, they okay. developed Penumbra, but they didn't publish it.
2: Okay. Okay. okay so, sorry. I will be quiet until you tell me you're done.
0: No, I mean, I, I just, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so this is this is Amnesia: The Dark Descent, not to be mixed up with Amnesia: a Machine for Pigs. That's a different thing, um, and it's it's a less good thing. Ooh, <laughs> shots
1: fired! <laughs>
0: yeah. I I don't think that there's a real like an adamant camp fighting between. Dark Descent yeah. versus yeah. Machine for Pigs. I think that's a pretty widely yeah. agreed on belief. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, and you that Dark Descent is a survival horror game, which, if you are new new to video game terminology, means it's a uh, it's a run away from run away from the dark kind of game.
2: That's pretty. That's a pretty good way of putting it.
0: Yeah, <laughs> run away from the dark. Be um, there be spooks. Don't get be... caught by spooks. Yeah. Yeah. Be 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 afraid. Be afraid um but yeah this game i think this was like one of those like real i feel like just as they were kind of establishing the uh what's it called like, you know like the people playing horror games and those like reaction videos this was like mm-hmm. kind of one of the early early like early recorded kind of it, things it that was happening. popularized it so much um
2: yeah th- there is going to be a lot to talk about that the impact that this game had mm-hmm. on the industry as a whole it's yeah it's big
0: it's This is a really substantial survival horror, survival horror game in terms of just like, oh, now I'm here. Now we have to all think about the fact that amnesia has been made. <laughs> We're living
2: yeah. in a post-amnesia society.
0: Um, So yeah, basically, you play as Daniel from London, and you uh, awaken in a castle, and you uh, stumble around for a while, and you find a note from yourself, which I... Which I made a stupid interpretation of. (laughs) (laughs) But basically, Daniel has amnesia. All he remembers is his name, that he lives in Mayfair, and that he is being hunted. And, yeah, sort of... Pretty pretty spooky. But basically, what you find in the the note, I didn't include this in my little recap, is that um, Daniel (laughs) has intentionally erased his memory and his only goal is to find and kill Alexander of Brandenburg.
2: Lightning sound. The lightning baron. Sound. thunder.
0: I I'm pretty sure like just as you read that note it's like lightning, lightning flash. <laughs> <laughs> Be afraid you're in the dark. Right. But yeah, basically you are kind of like lost in this old Prussian castle and you're trying to piece together your memory while piecing together what's going on and trying to figure out who is Alexander? Who am I? Yeah. Who is Daniel? Yeah. And it's, uh, man. Man. Yeah. It's and a good game. It's a good game. <laughs> That's all. So it's a, it's a It should game. it should be noted and, yeah, so it should of... be noted
1: also that like you cannot actually there's no way of, of defending yourself. Um the oh, the yeah. only mm-hmm. mechanism in this game there's there's a sanity meter uh, which I'm not sure if that was in Penumbra or not. So as no. Daniel nope. Am- it was amnesia not, okay. is totally
0: the the sanity is unique to amnesia.
1: Okay, so yeah, as Daniel, you will be sort of walking around in the environment like Max is saying with your uh, lantern, which you can fill with tinder boxes, and occasionally
0: you will. Nope, uh, nope, 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 nope. nope. Okay. <laughs> all right, tinder, <laughs> tinder, 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 boxes are for candles in the wall, and you have a limited number oh. <laughs> of those. You use oil oil for right, lanterns. Right, right, right. All right, Jesus Christ. <laughs> We are fact checking Caleb. Let me
1: this feels <laughs> there, like a political there, debate right now. <laughs> those
2: are
0: those are the only those are the only two ways of control of getting light. Um, essentially. Yeah,
1: yeah. So, you know, you will be kind of stumbling around and um, all of a sudden the music will get a little disorienting. There will be a uh, great use of just creepy sound design, and then all of a sudden you'll be confronted with a monster that is sort of shambling. And walking around in the environment and if you directly look at this thing uh, the screen will start to get a little creaky-cracky um, you'll start to slowly sway and lose sense of your bearings and you kind of have to run away and not
2: look at them to regain your sanity mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so this it, game this game has us there's it has a really good way of driving tension just with the like gameplay mechanics so mm. If you have your light, you if you have your light out, you stay more sane and sure. stay and stable. But at the same time, you are more monsters are more likely to see you. So you have mm-hmm. to choose between when you're going to use your very limited resources to literally keep your sanity, mm-hmm. and then, be, and also sort of like decide, okay, I'm going to go a little bit insane here because there are monsters
0: around. Mm-hmm. And it's also kind of I think worth noting that. You can actually do phenomenally well in terms of avoiding the monsters entirely by, like, mm-hmm. keeping in the shadows and not looking at them and all that jazz. Um, they're actually, like, they're not very smart. They're actually very avoidable, the enemies in this mm-hmm. game. But yeah. the game relies on the fact that it has a really great atmosphere to it. And it's just, it's it's very hard to feel safe wandering around the dark and just like, oh, there's an enemy there. I'm going to not look at it. You always feel like, I got to mm-hmm. know where this thing is. And then you look at it and then you go insane a bit more. Mm-hmm.
2: So I think there is just so much we can talk about with this. And there's I just a think lot. for clarity's sake, yeah, there's a lot. I think we should <laughs> first start with what the game does well on its own and then end with sort of the impact it had. Mm-hmm. Do you guys sure. agree that that's a good yeah. idea? There's, yeah, I think there's, there's that's a,
0: a lot. Good i think a good starting topic actually is as we're bringing up these monsters i would say they are the the they're called the gatherers the grunt and the brute um the gatherer grunt i would say is the iconic image of amnesia i mean that's that's the impression that i right. think most people came away with um it's it's kind of this shambling the way i like to the i was reading an article about like where they came up with the the look and they kind of wanted to make these... These beings that appeared to be wearing skin as clothing. Mm-hmm.
2: Ugh, yeah, they kind of did it. It's accurate. It's, it's,
0: they, I mean, they're these very shambling... They, they kind of don't look like flesh fits naturally on them. They have these really blown-out mouths with, like, hanging mm-hmm. lower jaws. Yeah. They're just... They're very... Crafty un- is another good
2: word to sort of describe the they They're very aesthetic. unsettling. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Um. They're just... Yeah, they're very creepy creatures. <laughs> Um, too spooky too spooky there's another one actually the the brute with like the blown up face he's pretty weird too yeah. but he's got you, like a
2: cleaver for a hand mm-hmm.
0: you see you see the grunts a whole lot more so they kind of stand out more
2: mm-hmm.
0: um, um but there is actually but i
2: mean you, just okay oh yeah, go ahead
0: i was say, in addition to those two there's a third enemy which is the shadow the shadow is kind of like a plot point enemy and you don't actually see it and once we get kind of more into the nitty gritty, like progress of like where the game goes, because there's a lot, uh-huh. there's a lot that happens. <laughs> um, but as you're playing, you kind of have these walls of corruption that show up, where like you'll kind of like walk into a room and you're like, oh, there's just like, pu- like losing yeah, p- pus, p- like puddles of meat, um, and that's that's actually described as the. The guard... Oh, God, there's so much we have to say. Okay, so... <laughs> okay, do, the, so we, do we need to go mythos. through a very quick, quick, quick <laughs> the, the, recap The, the premise of story. the game is Daniel is trying to track down and kill Alexander Brennenberg. Um, Alexander is a previous... Alexander men- Brennenberg. He's a, he's a previous mentor, basically, um actually i'll I'll just say this now he's not a human being it's sort of good to get that out of the way i think Mm -hmm. he's like a he's a cosmic entity kind of thing so he's like a telepathic being from another dimension who's trying to go back to his original home world that he was banished from Mm -hmm. and daniel's an archaeologist who stumbled into a orb of power while on an archaeological excavation um actually this is a really i think cool detail the excavation that he went on, the tomb that he got this orb from, is a real place. The t- oh. the tomb of Tin Hanan. Um, Tin-, Tin Hanan was actually a 14th century Tureg, uh warrior queen, which are the nomads okay, of the so Sahara. Okay, so you have done a lot of research. Jesus, yes. yeah. <laughs> so, you t- need yeah. a PowerPoint so presentation. Tin Tin Hanan <laughs> was actually like she was a Saharan warrior queen, and the actual real tomb was opened in 1925. Um, but the okay. game the game takes place in 1839, which implies hmm. that Daniel fell into the tomb prior to its excavation to find this orb.
1: Interesting.
0: Um, basically, though, this orb uh, marks him by the shadow so that he's going to continually be haunted. So basically, he like has this orb and actually doesn't really want to kill him at first, it seems. Um, there's actually a lot of flashback through the game, and that's kind of where you get a lot of the narrative from is daniel exploring the castle and kind of re-piecing his memory um but in the the
1: flashback is like it's not things like holograms sort of reenacting it's sort of just like narration and the screen sort of slows down a bit
0: yeah there's like a screen a cosmetic screen effect and you you get this like echoey voice from daniel of like you know like it, it's it's pretty cool it's got there's there's actually they do sound really well in this game
1: yeah it's just like it, it's a different <laughs> layer of sound design that I think conveys passage of history in place extremely well right
0: um but um, basically uh, Alexander Alexander has there's there's a lot of human torturing in this game it's that's a big part of the and the why plot. does he torture Dude, I, I can them man I can't
2: breathe. Abri- I can abridge this real quick if you want to just like tear through the plot.
0: Yeah, let's just tear through the plot. Give me, what do you got? Okay, what do you he, got? He,
2: I mean, this is going to ignore some of the finer details. He finds okay. the orb. The orb basically has some sort of corruption that's attached to it that kills everything. That, like, it's just like trying to get back to the orb and kills everything in its path. Um, Alexander contacts Daniel and is like, hey, I heard you got this weird thing following you. I can help you. And Daniel's like, yeah, I want that. Um, <laughs> so he comes to Come Coming my um, Prussian Castle. <laughs> Right, he comes to Brandenburg, and then this is really flying over a lot. There's um, a essentially, lot. Essentially, <laughs> Alexand- Alexander is trying to use the power of the orb to get back to his home world by using a, uh, something in our blood called Vitae, which is extracted mostly when humans are in pain. So he mm-hmm. employs Daniel to torture people mm-hmm. um, to Under, get his Vitae, all while, all on, while on, saying...
0: They're criminals, yeah.
2: Yeah, on criminals. So it's basically... Daniel thinks Alexander's doing this to free him, but Alexander's actually doing it to get back to his home world. And when Daniel finally realizes that he's been tricked and has just been, like, torturing innocent people, he takes the amnesia thing to forget about the grief. There was like a...
1: there was a girl mm-hmm. that disappeared from her prison cell, right? That was sort of the catalyst a, a, right. for him. A,
0: a girl, a girl ran away, and then Alexander tasked him with finding him. And actually, Daniel killed the girl, and then he was okay. like, "I'm." Yeah. He, and then Daniel was like, "I'm not. A, I can't say I'm a good person anymore." Yeah. yeah. So I like I need to kill Alexander, and that's why he gave himself the amnesia formula to like so, alleviate the shadow.
1: Side note: yeah. uh-huh. I, I don't mean this to be a tangent. Um, with the DLC <laughs> Justine. I never played or looked at that at all. Um, is that about the girl that escaped? No. Do you no, know? It's, oh,
0: just, right. it's just okay. a fan-made it's, thing. Okay. It's, it's, very, it's very good. You should play it. It's totally unrelated, and I don't think we'll bring okay. it up. Yeah. <laughs>
2: right. um, but the, again, I'm skipping over so much that we might come back to, but the game progresses with Daniel walking back, going deeper and deeper into Brandenburg, realizing, like, finding more about his past, getting more treacherous as he goes, mm-hmm. and finally... Um, Confronting Alexander, and the game splits off in three different places from there. So that's the game. That's the plot. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: you also run into a uh, imprisoned alchemist who helps you. Uh, yeah. Agrippa, <gasps> who more more things. That's a real dude, also.
2: <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah. Heinrich Cornelius uh, Agrippa,
0: the German scholar.
2: <laughs> but he he. I don't think he's too important to explain to people to understand the game. Not really, no. It's a cool detail, but yeah. Um so yeah, this game, like it's it, it doesn't do it justice for us to tear through it so much. But this I think this is kind of rare in horror games when even the plot is good. I think a lot it's... of games sacrifice on the story and stuff and say like and for the sake of scares, but this is just like all around a really solidly designed game
0: and they're actually there are fewer scares than you'd think i mean reading through yeah. it the amount of the amount of the amount of encounters which are like you see the enemy but you're safe i mean it's it's weird it's again you kind of run into this situation where like how many games can you apply the word like patient and subtle to not mm-hmm. a lot but you can give it you like you can say amnesia uh, it, yeah. is patient and subtle. I mean, it takes its time with things. There,
1: there are like only a couple instances where it is a scripted sequence, like when you're being chased by that the shadow and you're kind of running through yeah. that kind of flooded hallway passage area. Uh, that's really that's the only diff- time. That's a
0: different monster, actually.
1: Okay, okay, that's a Karnak.
0: The Karnak, yeah.
1: Okay, uh, but yeah, that that is one of the few instances where they throw caution to the wind, and you're mm-hmm. sort of just really frantically scrambling for your life
2: right but it's like, very get out of there for the, for, the, for the most part the like horror that comes from this game and it really it like don't get us wrong it is very scary at least for someone like me i don't have a great tolerance no for, it's it's very uh, scary it's, it's it's really famous tense. for it it just has you on pins and needles the whole time and you like the way it is just designed it looks creepy <clears throat> and you know something can come at any time mm-hmm. and even if it doesn't you're still like exhausted and it's, just trying to, like, go through these environments. And it's
0: not easy to, like, monster monster encounters tend to leave you, like, really scrambling. I mean, mm-hmm. trying to keep your health and sanity balanced is actually not very easy. Mm-hmm. And, like, you'll have a monster situation and you're just like, oh, god, oh, god, oh, god, oh, god. Yeah, yeah. like,
1: as as a mechanic, I think it's it's fascinating you look at um, sort of the other ways that survival horror, horror games have balanced. Like, inventory management or, you know, just, mm-hmm. like puzzle solving. I think that um, to have the sanity be so integral to how you're navigating an environment is just like, it's very seamless and is is just not cumbersome at all. I, th- I think you're as a player um, able to balance that incredibly well, but it's it's very frantic. And um, would, it's just I a new say, mechanic.
2: Um, this is There's another mechanic that was introduced. I mean, it became... I don't want to say introduce. I shouldn't say that because I don't have... I, would, I can't confirm it. But this didn't work so well in SOMA, but like when you open a door, you have to click on the door and drag the mouse to yeah. actually open yeah. it. Yeah, have to do that very contextual. It. And that... Sometimes it doesn't work, but like in situations where you're hiding in a closet from a monster, and you can choose to like crack the closet open a little bit more, mm-hmm. like that just adds another le- level of depth because you would think the answer is, okay, don't like open the closet. But having that option... Mm-hmm it just makes it so tempting and it really adds to the
0: it's designed to work that way the enemies are you you can peek from a closet very easily and the enemies are not very receptive to that yeah Mm
2: -hmm. um Um, i will another thing that i think is important to note is and we'll get more into this later on the impact but just some of the reason this game was so huge is because the time it came at horror games were mostly action horror like, mm-hmm. I can't... I'm, I'm having trouble remember. I looked it up, but, like, Dead Space came out the same year as Amnesia. Mm-hmm. Most yes. of it was, like, being in a scary situation, but you're shooting monsters, right. or fighting them. You can uh, get fear out of situation. really before this. Mm-hmm. And, like, the zombie fad was, at like, kind of at its peak at this point. Um, so it was really just, like, fighting through, like, scary situations. So this game came out, and it's all of a sudden you're playing a random helpless Englishman running through this Prussian yeah. castle. Mm-hmm. And that was... Big.
0: Yeah, you're playing. Well, you're playing, a, you're playing a, a, an Englishman, and the main enemy is invisible. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> well, I feel like the closest comparison. I mean, you also look at the you know like Cthulhu aesthetic. Like Call of Cthulhu came out a few yeah. years before that, uh, but mm-hmm. still, it, it had its own version of a sanity meter. Um, your perspective would get a little warped, but um, you still had a means of fighting your way through it. Um, so this is
0: was... the, the, the sanity definitely in that game was not pushed to the extent that it is no, here no definitely the, in this not. it was not integral to s-
1: inventory yeah
0: in, in this it's integral I mean it's yeah. enormous how much sanity it, actually that, that, that's a question later actually but um, <laughs> yeah the sanity really does a lot uh, to the game you know I actually I want to say one thing uh, now that
2: I think about it I, I, there is one fault that comes to mind when I say that the story is really solidly done this is true, but in f- terms of the game, it is not very elegantly revealed. A lot mm. of the story is done through picking up notes that are scattered throughout the map, mm-hmm. and if you don't find it, You'll then you just... Yeah, it's just... It's sort of a pain in the butt to basically have the story be like revealed through a scavenger hunt. Um, I would say if you're playing the, ga- the game the way the developers meant you to, to like careful plotting, you will find the notes naturally, and you won't miss out on anything, but if you're like screaming and frightened and charging through stuff you'll miss it and that's kind of a bummer Mm -hmm. that is what i to me that's the only off the top of my head fault i can find yeah Yeah. there is actually
0: an interesting detail with the plot so that it's between the notes but also you do get i mean the the really important plot points you get from flashback things yeah totally mm -hmm. which there's actually something i didn't pick up on until reading notes which is um alexander is telepathic so there are actually a lot of phrases, or there are a lot of things that happen as flashbacks that people think is actually Alexander poking into your brain. Um, because there I didn't are points. Do, do you remember points later where like he is just talking to you? Yes, he could do oh, that. Yeah. He could do that the whole time. Hmm. Oh wow! So it's this whole thing of like how much of it is actual information that you're getting as flashback, this and how much dense. Of it is. This, this, this is villain. just so dense. <laughs> yeah. There's, there's a lot of stuff yeah. that I didn't realize. Like I'm like, oh, wow, okay. So, That's
1: interesting. So, yeah, in, in terms of like the strengths of... Considering that this is um, stripping down survival horror to its bare essentials, it's, it's about world building, it's about immersion, um, how do you guys feel like it uses... Like, What are its strengths to create that feeling for you? Specifically with the specific. world
0: building an atmosphere? Yes. I would say specifically, like, its audio is some of the best audio I think a video game mm-hmm. has done in a long time. Mm-hmm.
2: This, this is a really small thing that doesn't sound like it'd be a big deal, but the fact that, like, when Daniel runs into a scary situation and will start panting and you hear a heartbeat, mm-hmm. that, like, having your, the character you're playing be just as helpless as you feel is very unnerving. Mm-hmm. And that really just adds to the atmosphere. Like you get really locked in to like, y- it's really hard to separate. Like you're in a game, it feels like you're trapped in this little closet. Yeah.
0: And when you when you are in fact trapped in a closet, like there are situations where you literally are locked up, and you know you mm-hmm. you can't have your lantern out. And you're just in the dark. You just then you start getting the cracking, the crackling mm-hmm. of the, the the sound effect that it's it's kind of like a crackling sound effect attributed to your sanity decreasing. Yeah, right. The idea is, it's like your um, your mind is falling apart, and you just you, you hear that in the background. And you're like, oh god, I have to do something. I can't just stay here.
2: Specifically to the world
0: building, though, um,
2: I would say that this game does something very well, which again, a lot of horror games struggle with, and it's finding the perfect balance between what to tease you with and what to reveal. Mm-hmm. Like some horror games, like will explain what's going on to the point where it's not scary. Like in this game, you never truly get a good glimpse of the monsters. So you never like until the mm-hmm. very end, know everything that's happening. It, it has, mm-hmm. like, it gives you just enough story to justify what you're doing, but mm-hmm. not focus so much on it that that becomes the focus of the game and you lose track of avoiding the monsters and stuff.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And plus, well, think well, there aren't a whole lot of what monsters. What would you
1: say, Caleb? Well, I, I just, I'm thinking back on our discussion of Dear Esther and sort of how that game chose to... String together its narrative, and it, it's very much about uh, environmental storytelling, and it's looking at a very limited set of assets to sort of figure together uh, your your interpretation of the narrative. Whereas here, like it is, you're, you're going into these environments which are they're detailed, but they're not richly detailed. And I think for me, it is the the texture of just like the the sound design that really sells it, and it, in a lot of ways, I, I think the contextual, like, clicking and dragging uh, of interacting mm-hmm. with the environment is like so helpful hubble- because, like you said, you're not getting an idea of the monsters fully when you're sort of just peeking from a cabinet here and there. So I think it's just it's it's stripping down your senses and you're kind of just having to run with it. Um, but yeah, the the world building is just really unlike. It it makes up for its shortcomings. I, I feel like the sound design really does um, bolster this game
2: so so much. I actually think we that, literally cannot we literally cannot emphasize how good the sound oh, design is. I got there.
0: Um, there are definitely like I'm trying to think like there's there are really there are points th- where the world building works phenomenally.
2: Mm-hmm. I
0: actually think that. And I agree. There, are, there. Are, I think that some of the earlier areas don't have the same kind of atmosphere that some of the later stuff does. Yeah, like the torture
1: um, dungeons are like so yes. evocative. You know, like those torture <laughs>
0: dungeons are visceral. They're very just like, ooh, I do. Like the, the, I remember the like getting into the first um, cell wing. I was like, yeah. I do not want to be here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah like just dark rooms that some of them are unlocked some yeah. of them are locked there's things wandering that around is... and you just like walk into rooms and it's just and like you hear you hear corpses, like a corpses on like, beds
1: yeah you hear the memory of like who was tortured too and it, it's like it's creating like you're creating a mental image of what the scene could be and it's you know you have the room and there are assets in it but it's really the like the way the narration the sound everything is working together mm-hmm. to make you sort of like figure in your mind create the most horrifying mental image of this room which
2: i think is and that rarely happens in games yeah mm-hmm. that is also a good time to mention like a big thing in games and movies and every like every media that's ever result like relies on a whore um jump scares has always been a very big part of criticism um and if you don't understand what it is, it's like everything's quiet. All of a sudden, loud noise, bang, and you jump. Um, not saying that that isn't scary, but it's kind of cheap. Amnesia does not really like. There are only a couple times when it relies on straight jump scares, and yeah, one of it is like by the end of the game when you're in this torture room. Like you come up to the Iron Maiden, and all of a sudden, it flies around yeah, yeah. and you hear a scream <laughs> with blood. Like that, yeah, and that that is like they earned that by yeah. like, putting you through like the tension of the whole thing. And that like I remember when I got to that, I literally like. It reflexively closed my laptop, like, like stood <laughs> out of my chair, like. It's... And if that was the whole game, that wouldn't have been my reaction. But like, because I was not expecting it, then I, I freaked out. And when I mm-hmm. opened it back up, I was like looking at the ceiling because I basically threw my mouse too.
0: It, and that's what that's like four hours in the game. It is actually a long game too. Yeah. That's the other mm-hmm. thing. Yeah, it, it's, it's dense. Do you think There's... it's too long? No. Okay. There there are some... That is all. <laughs> I mean, there it's are a... some there are some seconds. There are some segments that I feel are a little longer than others. That don't. Like, I think. I think the sewers and the water area, like the water cistern areas, are a little maybe too long, because the, there's not a lot happening there, and there's not a lot of plot. Like you're not really getting anything out of those segments. It's just a lot of wandering through waterways and doing puzzles. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and and also which are enjoyable. The, they're... but like the torture rooms stand out way more. That's why it's like rush yeah. those torture rooms. Mm-hmm. Actually, interesting little note on the torture rooms doesn't really apply to anything, but it is kind of just cool. The premise of how they're collecting vitae is one of the more demented things I've heard in a while. Which oh is, yeah, do
2: you want to go through that? Yeah, like, I just mean, an elevator pitch of terror.
0: I mean, yeah. So basically, Alexander is collecting this like human. It's basically like the human extract of soul that they gather through inflicting pain. But we told you it was Lovecraftian. Lovecraftian. <laughs> but you can only... It, it collects easier if you don't have recollection to expect the pain. So Alexander is actively using the same um, memory formula that um, Daniel uses on himself at the beginning.
1: Mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm.
0: After torturing people. So they don't know they're going to be continually getting tortured. So,
2: sleep easy, <laughs> listener. It's... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: grab a loved one the world is cruel (laughs) it's a cruel game um Um,
2: do we want to move on to the impact of this game or did you guys have more to say about the game itself
0: i mean there's some i think there's still some conceptual so i think that like having a game where you know we were talking about earlier where you know you most of the other horror games you got stuff like dead space being out where like you have monsters front and center i think the choice Mm -hmm. of having the shadow guardian monster being the main antagonistic monster is kind of interesting because the grunts are more iconic but they're actually they're just kind of like basic servants to Alexander. They're not really like they're not really like pivotal to the pivotal of the plot. They're barely mentioned. They're kind of just like background yeah. monsters. Um well the shadow is actually the thing that's, you know, really forcing the plot forward. And actually yeah. it's kind of weird. They, they, at the end there's a note that or there at the end there's like a note on the screen. There's also like background element when you're loading areas and there's a note where they say that the shadow is not a uh, malicious spirit the idea is that the, the shadow is the universe trying to catch up and maintain the orbs and that's the yeah, weird just it... like
2: because the orb is powerful and they mm-hmm. just want to maintain the balance of
0: power mm-hmm. but the idea that it's just like the the abstract of the universe like the very confines of like structured reality trying to catch up to these orbs to like push them back is the craziest thing <laughs>
2: yeah but if that's the case the universe looks real freaky
0: yeah it's really there's just there's just a lot going on and they they take weird routes of approaching things
2: yeah man it's a good game yeah Uh, it it really
0: something to recommend uh yeah, I mean I think
2: the end I think the ending is a little flat compared to the rest of the game, but at the same time I don't know so how you would end tell, it. It's just sort of like me anticlimactic. The, tell me the ending. So as someone who didn't In case someone on it. this podcast never beat it. <laughs> yeah, I, I played this a long a long time ago. Yeah, alright? Before it was a big deal. Um, the end the ending is based actually max you did the research i'll i'll let you take this let story. him dip I into mean, 5 pr- pages of
0: notes i mean it's basically like be quick uh, yeah 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 as you progress you meet a alchemist that's like trapped in a dungeon he gives you another mm-hmm. alternative option towards approaching the ending there are three endings and they they basically just revolve around how do you confront alexander um okay. One ending, you kill him. One ending, Alexander's killed. One ending, you are killed, and Alexander leaves. And then there's the... If you work with this alchemist, you can, like, throw the alchemist's head. We basically... It, it's, into a
1: portal
2: or something?
0: Into into yeah. a portal, and then both okay. you and Alexander are killed, but your soul is redeemed.
2: Okay. all
0: right, No then, longer and tortured. And it's
2: implied that you sort of just survive, live on.
0: Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, and yeah, I mean, it's... The ending is definitely, like, a more minor element. and the, I would say, like, the main premise of the game is just, like, kind of getting through these environments, but also kind of piecing things together. Because the backstory lore is, a lot of times, it, it really does add to the building of it, the environment. That
1: ending feels like a weird flattening of all of the, mm-hmm. like, mythos that they've established. Mm-hmm. But that,
0: so, that that's fine. Here's a question that I had. For you guys, um, this doesn't really have a right or wrong answer. Do you think the game is designed to be played at high or low sanity? Because there are actually a lot of cosmetic changes and um, procedural changes to having low sanity. What
1: um, what is the procedural changes?
0: There are there are situations where you will walk into areas and you will immediately see a monster and it will start chasing you, and mm-hmm. it will once it gets close enough vanish because your sanity was so low you were hallucinating something
2: Mm, um i I would i would say that there this game is meant to be played fighting the balance yeah i I don't think it's better to play high or low i think it is best to i think it is works best when you are trying so hard to manage your resources uh, like your sanity your light your everything and i think that's Mm -hmm. where the game is strong i think i think because having Having those moments of calm is what makes that sanity moment I, even
1: actually, more powerful. yeah. And I appreciate the fact that there is really there there are core elements that you are trying to balance, but it's not in excess of management. Like there are just core things that you have to take into account in order to successfully explore the environments and get through the game.
0: Um, what I will definitely also say is that the situations where you have. Aesthetic elements changing or procedural elements changing based on having low sanity, they do usually put those after points where they think you'll be recovering. Like okay, they'll yeah. have you, they'll have you, they'll have you deal with a monster, and then they'll throw a hallucination monster at you, so you're like, "I just did one." Oh, okay, it's not real. But you can never really, you can never really rely on thinking that it's just a hallucination because you don't want to be wrong. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty crazy. The one I love bringing up is the. Uh, as an aesthetic change, are the uh, the portraits of Alexander, uh, especially oh, uh, yeah. especially yeah, yeah, yeah. through the through the torture chamber, where if your sanity is low, his face deforms. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and, so like
2: something like alien and creepy is mm-hmm. that Yeah,
0: it's a bad face. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's like a bird without a beak. Yeah, that's a good way of putting it. Yeah, yeah it is. Um, and so that, I, I, oh, go ahead.
0: I was just gonna say, and that kind of imagery is. Really, what it's it's that kind of stuff, and then the way the grunts look—that kind of—if you have enough yeah. atmosphere, you really only have to show like one or two really disturbing-looking things to really like bring the package home.
1: I yeah, mm-hmm. I I do feel as if though like, and this is this is a question I have for you guys: um, when you were actually attacked by these grunts, and there's that initial like oh shit, oh shit, oh shit, and then it sort of catches up, and you know you're you're murdered. Do you feel like getting a close up view of these monsters diminishes that tension further on or do you feel like it's still maintains up saying. close um, they're a little goofy for me no cuz i'm a scared scary boy mhm and um, getting in, in when you're sl- when you're murdered horrifically, there's this sort of like J- png uh, slash uh, <laughs> image that that's on the screen and it's just kind of like a very it, like i said a little goofy um so do you feel like that big like reveal of this is what the monsters are up close kind of ruins that tension for you
0: guys well technically you're not supposed to be dying so that, i know but like that jpeg on the screen's on you
2: <laughs> <laughs> i mean to be honest like i i get better at dealing with the encounters but like anytime i ran into a monster i literally just like turn myself towards the wall and just like i'm gonna die i don't want to look at this i just don't want to look at this mm-hmm. and i just like accept my fate and just, like it still works on me but again i'm like a scared child oh so. interesting but point too. to ask
0: um looking at a monster gives you away they pick up on yeah. being watched so you have to like you you have to actively balance like no it's better you lose sanity and you attract more attention by looking at them so you really like they want you to like sit in the dark corner and not look at the monster yeah. when it's at, which is which is <laughs> well, counter counterintuitive. Which is counterintuitive yeah. to every single thing a human being wants to do.
1: I, I guess what I'm saying yeah. is like this this game is very effective in the way that you're recreating the terrors and sort of imagining a larger horror than what is presented. So then when you are actually like up close and personal with this entity that is kind of just been lurking in the shadows and you've sort of been avoiding the actual payoff of like what this thing is, not that, you know, not, not that creepy, not that terrifying.
0: Here's, here's the thing. There's a conceptual correlation between, uh, horror, um, like horror, comedy, and sorrow. And I think that the grunts kind of capture a bit of L3 um, they are kind okay. of they are they are kind of funny, but they're also kind of like they're kind of depressing. I mean, it, they, they, there's this sense mm-hmm. of like they're barely together. They they seem to be very much in pain. Yeah, and actually, they're aimless. In, an interesting detail is if you um, you can like pick up things and throw them, and you can actually kind of fight off the enemies, but it's not advisable at all. But what I was going to say to injury in detail is if you're in like a room and there's a monster with you, and you like throw a bottle to distract it their reaction is not that of like anger i'm gonna go get the bottle it's actually surprise and fear they're kind of pathetic um they're very weird they're actually they're complex there's a lot going on with the grunts the brute less so the brute is just aggressive Mm -hmm. but you 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 literally don't have time to deal with the brute because he is a he will one-shot you um right you, there's no time for like your the strategy to dealing with the other enemy type is to run your fucking ass off and you pray because
2: <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: if he catches up um, you're dead and it will find you
2: yeah yeah so i, th- I think inse- unless there's more things you want to talk about i think instead of just talking about the impact we can move into sort of our impressions mm-hmm. uh my Stupid art history thing. Blah, what's, in stupid, book, what's, in the, what's in the book? What's in the book? What's in the book? And just talk about the impact there. This is its own
0: nice. chapter. Just sure. for the record. Yeah,
2: yeah. C- because, it, like, we can all agree yeah. on that. Amnesia, like... I, I think, yeah, I'm, I will, I'm pretty quickly I'll, I'll in start. agreement. Um, <laughs> and, like, I can't think of another game that I have been able to witness its impact more. Not saying that this mm-hmm. is the most impactful game, but I, like... This is the first one that I've been able to like, witness. And it's almost to the point, like, when this game came out, it's it like, changed the game. Like, this is all people were talking about. And now, all these years mm. later, it's almost to the point where it's like, okay, we get it. It's an Amnesia clone. Like, it's almost like starting to be at the downfall where, like, people have, like, emulated this game so much mm-hmm. that it's almost becoming a cliche.
0: It's been emulated a ton yeah Um, but can you guys it's crazy too would you say it also set the formula for how good horror games have like work in the market like i I remember now like i remember when pt came out i was like oh it's gonna be like amnesia we're now three years or no like you know oh amnesia's out and then like a year later you had all of these amnesia like games where they were Mm -hmm. like oh amnesia works so we're gonna take this element or this element but that's how can you
2: guys think of a game just like off the top of your head that is like a good example of an amnesia clone uh outlast wasn't that a game? Okay. Yeah.
0: Yep. Outlast is kind uh, of. It was a
2: little bit more action horror, yeah. but yeah. yeah. I, okay. Um. Uh, it, anyway,
0: Out, Outlast is Outlast is a late Amnesia clone that is incorporating its own elements. Um, yeah, it has to like be the fair, recording. To be fair, we're saying Amnesia clone. That's not a bad thing. Um, no. Because Amnesia is more about its formula. It's it's a lot of indie games, honestly, David. Um,
2: yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry for it's, interrupting. you. I just was curious.
0: No, it's it. No, it's but no, it's it's definitely worth bringing up. But like. It, it, Amnesia changed how we like expect horror games to like function in the market. So like I, I, I remember, also, like go ahead. It was like a yeah, I was like it was like a year after Amnesia we got the Amnesia substitutes. And I remember when PT came out, I was like, oh, so a year after PT, we'll get the PT substitutes, just like how it happened with Amnesia, because that's how yeah. horror games work.
1: Uh huh. And that is
0: literally what happened.
1: Yeah, and I, I think it shouldn't be like understated, like. Amnesia changed also how games are digested online. Uh, it, it hit at a time mm-hmm. Yeah, where, I wanted to bring that up. Thank you. Yeah, like, compilations of people running around screaming um, their fucking heads off was the the thing, and it, it launched a lot of careers. You look at... You know, I jokingly said PewDiePie <laughs> at the top of this episode, but, you know, he was of an unknown quantity back in 2010, and I think it was... A game like amnesia that relied so heavily on you know people being terrified and people finding that hysterical and funny um that allowed them to gain a following and it it kind of revolutionized how people digest let's plays on the internet
2: you know yeah that, that's that's something that's always been like horror is very interestingly a communal experience like um Mm -hmm. for example annie was like annie's never really played this game but like she first was introduced it because people in her dorm were all huddled around watching one person play it Mm -hmm. yes and like one person would play it and everyone was just watching them cope
0: i i played amnesia with a group of like six people it's it's kind of and that that also is really kind of cool um it's weird that that game that the game leads itself to work that way a lot of people play it the same way it's just there's, there's something about, like, huddling together and having one person trying to... Because, admittedly, like, I'd, I actually played Soma the same way. You don't always really want to be in control of this game. <laughs> like, sometimes no. you're just like, wow, I'm glad you're doing it because I don't want to do this.
2: <laughs> I need an adult. I need an adult. <laughs> yeah. Um, is that but, all we got to talk is that is that it is there anything no, why, I think, are we, why are we feeling boys
0: i think that's like i mean that's amnesia guys that's like, pretty it's comprehensive
2: just, yeah it's a big deal there is I mean, more of a history lesson than a comedy but it, it's
0: yeah. a it's a it's an important <laughs> game in the there's industry. a lot of and,
2: sorrow as well
0: <laughs> i mean we kind of we did kind of gloss over the aesthetic of the game of like spelling it out but like it's pretty like self-determined like you kind of look at it go like okay i know what this look is <laughs> <laughs>
2: I, you should, if you are too scared to play this game, you should maybe watch the first. Let's like find a no commentary playthrough, and just watch the first five. For the minutes.
1: love of God, find a no commentary playthrough. No through. commentary playthrough. Just mm-hmm. play. very <laughs> important.
0: Atmosphere matters.
1: <laughs> just I, like watch, I, it, it's just it's insane to me that it took this game. I mean, it is of what we've talked about, one of the more influential titles. And for what it is, has no right to be uh, successful in terms of like the it, larger yeah. gaming sphere.
2: It's I mean, weird it, it is saturated. If, like, no one figured this out sooner. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's
1: saturated everything and has commoditized an industry on YouTube at this point. And amnesia is such a large part of that.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's for, for being a
1: game that's like so dense with mythology, like Max's gone into like it's crazy <laughs> that this thing and yeah so like I'm
0: just, the, I'm just touching on i'm just touching the iceberg of that mythology by the way like it's yeah. crazy how Good. much detail is in this game
2: yeah if you want to listen to crit crew after dark max will go all in
0: he'll just got, he'll just tell you everything. i single. got six pages of notes here on just like oh this is a thing from history oh this is a thing from history oh this is this and this could be this this is symbolic of this it's just like it's crazy they put so much work into things which people might not read into at all
2: right it's just it's, you know what it is it's um, that
0: it's that situation of when you really put the polish in, even if people don't see it all when people do find it, they just get more impressed like looking through and prepping for this, I just like got a new found sense of respect for the game, figuring if out you do how everything
2: much... right no one will if you do everything right, no one will ever know you did anything at all. <laughs> it's kind, of it's, it's kind true. of it's kind of true it though you miss
0: true. you miss out on a lot of things just because you don't need to know them yeah yeah
2: um so thanks for listening to our uh, love letter to amnesia uh, it was a,
0: it really was a love letter to amnesia thank you thank you I, I so just... much frictional games thank you so much yeah. i just want I, I to thank you i just want to send out a quick thank you to frictional games for amnesia and soma guys thank you so yeah. much
2: Wait, guys, amnesia. Have we started the podcast? I forgot if we started recording.
1: Oh boy, I was gonna oh lead to a whole outro um, segment about that, but that's cool. No,
2: <laughs> I, I, let me just let me just say real quick. Um, I'm I'm getting married in a couple weeks, so I what? don't know if what. good. Oh, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't tell you guys. No,
0: who? Oh
2: Max, do you want to be in it?
0: I mm, sure. <laughs>
2: um so i don't know like my schedule is getting bananas i don't know how we're going to do our best to continue our weekly release but if not this is why and i'm sorry and we're gonna also we're gonna
0: also do our best to make october full of horror games
2: full of spooks Spooks. so if you want to if you want to tell us what spooks we should get spooked on uh send that to Crit crew podcast at Uh-oh. gmail.com yeah, yeah. forward slash spooks don't do the last one A lot of sp- just lot the of spooks com. yeah spooks.com <laughs> <laughs> yep um, if you want to if you want to send um, fan art of Max Caleb and I also huddled together playing this game in, in one or one just pile, like uh, it, like then. weirdly naked and tortured
0: yeah uh, don't,
2: don't do that one definitely don't do that same email though
0: definitely do definitely do you want to do you want to send a, a photo of the three of us huddled up all three of us crying and i have a notebook <laughs> i'm scribbling things into it as we cry <laughs> that's become yes. a part of my personality is just that having a, a scribbling <laughs> notebook with <Absolutely>. me
2: yeah <laughs> your madman ravings always mad the answer so uh, i believe i believe caleb hinted at having a dope outro line no it, it's yeah lost.
1: It's... that. I forgot my forget-me-nows. I forgot my forget-me-nows.
0: It's wait, gone. Ha- wait, 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 wait. Caleb, what the... What the fuck is that in your closet?
1: Uh, oh, no.
0: Wait, turn off your... Dude, Shh, turn no, off your lights. Turn no, no, off no, your... No, just 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 shut. Dude, I, no, dude. Turn off your lights. I just want to be... It can... It can see you. Guys,
2: say hi. Guys. It's me. I'm in the closet.
0: <laughs> oh my God! Run, run! Oh God, it's dead. Oh God, it's dead. This is your turn, Mojo.